Hello and welcome to the universe. I'm your host, Peter Cleary, and each week I'll be guiding you through everything you need to know about starting at the University of Adelaide with the help from some very special guests. Your place is here, your time is now. Let's find out how to make it happen. We acknowledge and pay our respects to the Ghana people, the traditional custodians whose ancestral lands we gather on, and the land on which the University of Adelaide's campuses at North Terrace, Waite and Roseworthy are located. We acknowledge the deep feelings of attachment and relationship of the Ghana people to country, and we respect and value their past, present and ongoing connection to the land and cultural beliefs. Hello and welcome to the universe. It's your host, Peter Cleary, back again for another episode of our podcast. And today we're very lucky to have a special guest by the name of Sophie Doling, who is here to talk to us about what she's doing at the University of Adelaide at the moment. So welcome, Sophie. Hi, thank you for having me. Thank you very much for agreeing to be a part of the podcast. I absolutely love um, everyone's wanting to get involved. Yeah, definitely. I think it's just a really good opportunity for students to get a bit of insight into what we're doing on campus, um, yeah, from a student perspective as well. So I think it's going to be good. 110%. Couldn't agree more. <laughs> um, so let's, I guess, get started by um, if you're able to introduce yourself to our listeners and maybe have a chat to us about um, how you decided to go to university and what you decided to study. Yeah, of course. So obviously, like you said, my name's Sophie. Um, I'm 24 years old. So I've been at university for a couple of years now. Um, so pretty much when I was at school, I always knew that I wanted to do sciences or something like that. Um, and to do sciences, I thought university was probably the best option for me. Um, but I'm actually the first person from my family to go, ever go to university. So um, that's a pretty cool little fact about me, I guess. That's amazing. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's been a really cool opportunity to be able to go to Adelaide Uni. But I actually started off in a different degree to what I'm in now. Um, I was one of those kids who worked quite hard in year 12, got myself quite a good ATAR. And I thought, all right, I've got this really good ATAR. I need to go into this into a degree that has a really high um, entrance score. So I ended up going into chemical engineering, actually. Um, and I did a year in chemical engineering. And I really liked the chemistry and the maths and that kind of thing. But I don't know what it was, but something about engineering just didn't, it wasn't for me. Um, yeah, I'm not sure 100% what it was, but I went to the careers office one day and I said, look, I don't know what I want to do. I'm a bit confused, which I'm sure so many other kids can relate to because it's just so hard to know what you want to do when you finish school. Um, so, yeah, I went to the careers office and um, they're like, all right, let's sit down. Let's talk about this. What is something that you always wanted to do from when you were a kid? And I was like, oh. I've always really wanted to do marine biology. And they're like, all right, let's have a look at this course. So we had a look at the course. I looked at some of the subjects and they're like, do you think you would enjoy this? And I looked at the subjects and I was like, yes, this sounds so good. And I said, well, why didn't you go into marine biology straight out of school? And I said, because the ATAR was not super high and I thought I'd be wasting my efforts in year 12. And I'm like, well, don't be silly because marine biology is not an easy course. Um, so, yeah, after a year at uni, I ended up going to marine biology and um, did that and finished that undergraduate. I did a major in chemistry um, with my marine biology degree and ended up doing honours and now I'm a PhD candidate. So that's 
kind of my story. It's a little bit all over the place, but yeah. I love that you completely changed tack, I guess, going from engineering to marine biology. I mean, the, the chemistry underlying there is still there. Um, yeah. But yeah, just a complete change of direction and you found something that you really, really enjoy. It's so nice to hear. Yeah, definitely. And I think like the biggest thing that I probably didn't understand when I was still at school is that it's like it's really okay to not know what you want to do because it's quite easy to change once you're at university. Like the people in the careers office were so helpful. I literally just went there one day and I was like, I, I have no idea what I want to do. And we sat down and we actually had a couple of sessions there and I spoke to them and they were like, all right, this is what I think you should do. And even if you don't like it, we can change again. Um, but yeah, it's so easy to chop and change until you find something that you really enjoy. Like you don't have to stick it out in something you don't enjoy. So um, yeah, to any kid listening at the moment, that's probably the biggest thing I want to get across is that if you don't know what you want to do when you finish school, like it's totally okay. Absolutely. It's okay to not know and it's okay to try things to find something that you're interested in. Absolutely. Exactly. Yeah. So you found that process of changing from chemical engineering to marine biology relatively easy? Yeah, it was actually really easy. Um, so yeah, like I said, I went to, I didn't really know where to go. So I just went to the careers office. Um, and yeah, they were really good. And um, I actually did a couple of those um, like personality test things that they, I think Are they them at school. Yeah. Yeah. So I did a couple of them and some of the things that popped up was so random. Like I think one of them was like garbage truck driver and I was like, what <laughs> in the world? <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it was really easy. Once I made the decision about what I wanted to change into, um, they pointed me in the right direction. Um, and yeah, I just did an internal transfer. And in your first year, it was really good. You can still use your, um, your ATAR for that. So it was done within like a week. It was really easy. Amazing. Yeah. So where do you think your, I guess, passion for marine biology has come from? Where, what do you think it is about that particular course that you enjoyed? Well, I grew up on the York Peninsula in a little coastal town. It's a fishing town. Um, my parents aren't fishermen. My parents are actually farmers. But, um, yeah, grew up in a fishing town. Always spent a lot of time on the water. Um, my mum's family are actually from the south coast of Western Australia. Um, and we used to go there every year and we'd see the whales and stuff like that and I just absolutely love being around the water and I just I couldn't always couldn't really grasp that we knew very little about what goes on in the ocean um from a young age I was always really interested in it and I just couldn't understand that we kind of know nothing about it so that I guess that's where my interest kind of came from that's amazing so it's something like maybe even holidaying as a child and it turned into your future career yeah yeah pretty much <laughs> wow that's so cool yeah. so you, mentioned that, you mentioned that you are a phd candidate at the moment can you tell us yeah. a little bit about what it is that you're doing with your um candidacy yeah of course um so like i mentioned i have a chemistry major as well um so i am actually uh, researching microplastics in the ocean so basically what i look at is when microplastics enter the water column they break down when they break down they can release chemicals um, into the water column but kind of what happens to those chemicals i'm researching whether they can get into like the tissues of fish or um, whether they remain in the water column for a long period of time um, but microplastics are also really interesting in the way that they can um, absorb chemicals from the water column so 
not only the ones that they kind of give out, but things like pesticides that might have run into the water from like farming or agricultural practices, um, pharmaceuticals that could have gone into the water from wastewater. Um, these kind of things can kind of grab onto the microplastic surface. And when a fish ingests that plastic, there is the potential for those chemicals to end up in the flesh of fish. So I'm kind of researching methods to be able to detect those chemicals in the flesh of fish. And then um, also kind of looking at yeah, what's there and how kind of widespread the problem is. That is amazing. I That's am really interesting. <laughs> yeah, I'm a little bit starstruck, to be honest. It sounds so cool. <laughs> Um, what yeah, it's does, really cool. <laughs> what does it look like in a in a day in the life of a PhD student? What what does it look like for you when you I guess get into work or get into university and set yourself up for the day? It kind of depends on what you're doing. Like the days are very varied. I know some days it's literally just sitting in a computer all day doing data analysis, statistics, reading, um, a lot of that kind of thing. Or some days it will be nine to five in the lab all day and I find the easiest way to get through a day in the lab because it can be really full on is I listen to podcasts like the whole time I'm in the lab. So, um, yeah, it can be something like that. Or, um, you know, I've done a couple of field trips. So I was pretty lucky when I was in my honours year. Um, I got to go out on the RV investigator. So that's like the research vessel for um, the Australian government. So I got to do that for like two weeks, which was really cool. Um, but yeah, that's probably one of the things I love the most about marine biology is, is it's really varied. Like one day I could be at my desk all day, one day I could be out in the field, be in the lab, I could be, you know, I get the opportunity to do this kind of thing. Um, I'm also part of like the STEM Academy, so I get to talk to kids in high schools. So yeah, it's really varied, which is one of the things I love. That's so much fun. So are you one of the um, very elusive and illustrious STEM communicators for the STEM Academy? Yes, I am. That sounds so much fun. And I guess that's yeah. kind of an add-on to everything that you're doing at the moment. It's being able to talk about your experience and to talk about your knowledge with chemistry and what you're doing in your research to students that might be continuing your research in the future. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's one of the things that I love about science as well is finding a way to communicate it to people who might not have the scientific background that I have. So especially like school kids who haven't gone through university, they haven't done the five years of university that I have, finding a way to communicate what I'm doing and what other people are doing to them so that they understand how important it is. So, um, yeah, that's something that I'm really passionate about. That sounds like so much fun. I'm so jealous right now. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so you mentioned you got to go, um, I guess, onto the research vessel that the government runs. Um, yeah. What other kinds of things did you do to get involved in your university experience? How did you, um, I guess, make the most of your time at uni? Um, I guess kind of just like, yeah, getting involved in everything that uni has to offer. So um, in my undergraduate degree, so that was, uh, I finished that in 2018, um, I got the chance to go to China on a study tour. So they actually offer a two-week study tour for marine biology students to China. I think they've changed it to Timor-Leste now, but when I went, it was to China. Um, and that was so much fun. So um, I actually made a really good connection with my PhD supervisor on that trip. Um, so that's kind of how I got to know her and um, we got to talking about what I was interested in and how I made that kind of um, connection with her. Uh, but, yeah, that was so much fun getting to go to China. It was my first time overseas as well. Um, so, yeah, that was really cool. Um, I also got involved in volunteering for the uni as well. 
which has led to things like my STEM Academy job um, through knowing people, through volunteering, um, playing sport as well. Um, yeah, that kind of stuff. That's amazing. And I guess the last thing that I kind of want to touch on, because I feel like you're probably an expert in this field at the moment, is if you could give students out there who might be thinking about university or might be thinking about a particular degree but are kind of on the fence about it, what kind of advice would you offer to these guys to to tip the scales and push them in the direction that would be suitable for them? I think you honestly don't know what you enjoy until you give things a go. And, yeah, don't put too much pressure on yourself to enjoy something you've tried as well because if you don't like it, you don't like it, and that's completely fine. So I would say just give it a go. If there's something that you think you might be interested in, just have a crack. If you decide you don't like it, that's fine. You can change into something else. So that's probably my biggest takeaway from university is just, yeah, give things a go because you really don't know what things are like until until you try. Amazing. I guess uh, just uh, just thought of something else that I'd love to ask as well. In the STEM field that you're currently sitting in, I guess it does kind of skew a little bit more towards the science than the rest. But do you find it a little bit overwhelming to be a female in that particular, um, I guess, that particular industry? I think probably when I started my degree, it was a little bit more biased towards males. I know that when I finished um, my undergraduate in the marine biology stream because, yeah, there's only certain amount of people who go through marine biology. I think we had about 25 people in my graduating class for marine biology and I was the only girl. So um, I definitely noticed it then. I think there's definitely been a change in the past few years. I have a really strong female leader as my um, PhD supervisor and I really look up to her. So that's definitely helped me through. But I think it's a good time for females in STEM. Like there's really a lot of opportunities for us out there. And yeah, don't stress too much about that kind of thing in STEM because it's a really good time. So just go for it. (laughs) So good. Such good advice. Um, (laughs) Well, thank you so much for your time today, Sophie. I really appreciate you being able to to give up some time for our little old podcast. Um, So thank you again so much for everything. Oh, not a problem. Thank you for having me, Feta. Of course. Enjoy the rest of your day. Thanks. You too. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of The Universe. Catch us next week for more information about the University of Adelaide.